Welcome to the Up and Down with Daniel and you, Pendo, bringing together two friends who have something to say about everything and even more to do about nothing. Bonded over more than 15 years of career milestones, boyfriends, husbands, hairstyles, and a pandemic, Upendo and I share an infectious joy for life that is only brightened by the colorful cast of friends, family, and characters we will introduce to you through this show. The Up and Down offers you a glimpse into our lives as upwardly mobile Gen Xers with a passion for all things downtown. During the day, we are professional social workers ready to serve our community and raise up justice. But at night, we are equally ready to celebrate our shared thirst for entertainment, culture, travel, food, and just about any damn thing else. Sit back to learn, love, and laugh with two authentic souls who are dear friends committed in our adventures to leave this world safer, happier, and shinier than it was when we came into it. This is the Up and Down. All right, here we are for another episode of the Up and Down. Happy for you guys all to be tuning into one of our podcasts. So we've we've been playing around with the formats. You pinned. We've been doing videos that people can actually watch us, and then we've been doing podcasts where people can tune in with us. Uh, and it's been a really fun time to uh, sort of figure out what's the the right format. I know. I don't think that we're going to ever find the right format. I think that we will go with both for a while now because we both. We enjoy both formats. I love not having to know what to expect next. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm so excited because I'm like, I just did a show and I'm thinking like, I'm doing another show with you. So I'm so excited about this. So excited that I get to do another show with you. Absolutely. And I'm excited to be here. We have um, been talking about a lot of important and actually a lot of pretty heavy things um, going on in our world lately. And today we have a show that is, I'm thinking is going to be a little light. Although, you know me, I, I like to cry at the drop of a hat. So you never know. I know. I'm like, <laughs> Daniel, why are you crying? It's not that serious. But because... Daniel, my cancer, my yes, cancer friend. Yes, we are friend. both cancers. We are both homebodies. We are both loving souls. Yes, but he cries more than this cancer. <laughs> 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 he cries so much more than me. But, you know, that's a whole different episode, you know. But seriously, it's it's... This show, we want to be fun because uh, the other so shows are pretty serious in light of what our world is going through right now. So we're excited about today's show because we're going to talk about something that we love. Absolutely. I'm really, really excited about our, our topic today. But before we jump into that, is there anything that's going on in your life, Yupenda, that you want to share or talk about? Any ups or downs today that you want to talk about? So, yeah, I do have an up. So I have been learning. Like last time you talked about an up and learning Spanish on Duolingo. Absolutely. So I have been working on my French on Duolingo. Ooh, ooh la la. I know. Bonjour. <laughs> Bonjour. Comment allez-vous? Um, ça va bien. Oh, oui, oui. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Parlez-vous français? Oui, oui, oui. That's about all I got. <laughs> exactly. But here's the, the beauty about my up is that um, a French restaurant, a new, it's actually not a new restaurant, but it's new ownership in our restaurant. I mean, in our community, 
Um, and I love it because it's a new, it's a French bakery, French restaurant, and I've gone there three times now. And it's so funny because I'm utilizing the French that I'm le- learning on Duolingo with the owner. <laughs> you witnessed it. I witnessed it today. I think it's called Vincent's. It it's used, called Vincent's. It used to be called Diane's, Diane's right? Diane's in Lake Worth. In Lake Worth. And uh, we went in today and I made a friend hysterical. Upendo was trying to um, make good with our waitress who was not French. She but was I did not Ecuadorian. Know that. I did not <laughs> her know Her name that. was Tanya. I did not know <laughs> and that. And what did you say to her when she walked up? I said, um, bonjour, je suis Upendo. She and looked she at me. said, uh, je suis, huh? <laughs> and I was like, je suis you pen. I kept saying it over and she kept saying, je suis like, and then finally Daniel said I to said, her. yo estoy estudiando español. Tú hablas español? And she said, yes, I speak Spanish. And she appreciated that. I said, I was studying Spanish and uh, we became fast friends. Yes. Tanya over at Vincent's. If you're in Lake Worth, go over to Vincent's. I had an amazing time. Uh, that that um, croissant was everything. Upenda, you told me it would be. I did. The croissant was amazing, but even more amazing was the coffee. I The cappuccino. It wasn't coffee. No, it was no, no, cappuccino. no, no. Mine was just the coffee. The coffee was... I, I, had, I, I had a dramatic pause there because I literally have not been that excited about a cup of coffee in a extremely long time. But but here's the thing about what we learned this morning, specifically with Tanya, because Tanya went back to make the cappuccino and coffee. Okay. And she took pride in telling you because he raved about it. He actually spoke uh, loudly <laughs> and like, oh my God, this is like the best What's the coffee. secret? And she came over to the table to really express what she does. You can tell that she took pride in it because it's her secret. Absolutely. It was the way that she does it that made it so special. Absolutely. And it was the most amazing cup of coffee and the most amazing cup of cappuccino. I would agree that that was probably my top also today. We went and we were walking around um, the community and we ended up in that restaurant today. And that was fun. That was really, and it was my, oh my goodness. We, 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 in another episode, we talked about opening up, but this was my first time going to a restaurant during the sort of reopening phase of COVID-19. Yes. And, and actually we, we, we paid homage to that because you was like, oh my God, you pinned it. This is the first time that I've been out. I was like, I understand that because (laughs) I've fallen in love with this little restaurant. This is my third time, two (laughs) days in a row. (laughs) And um, (laughs) thank you. Thank you. Support your local businesses, y'all. Yes, support. But but Daniel actually acknowledged that, oh my God, you pended, this is the first time that I've been in the restaurant. And we looked over and there was an actual, um, there were people two tables away from us that had left. And this is the but funny like part. But 10 feet, 10 feet. T- two yeah, tables, 10 yeah, feet. Yeah, ten, 10 feet. But but definitely the funny thing is Daniel asked, uh, did she just bring over the salt and pepper? <laughs> you didn't ask for it. <laughs> I did it. not ask for the she salt and pepper. She just brought it over. We had, we had um, eggs, croissants, and a little bit of side salad. And, and she brought over um, some salt and pepper. And I was actually really wanting some salt and pepper on my salad. And so she gave it to me. I was very excited. Yeah, yeah. 
ah. And then I went and I used that. And it was one of those pepper mills where yes. you actually have to use both hands to grind. And as I'm using, I went, holy shit. She, oh, she took this off of that table and brought it over to me. Yes. And she didn't wash it or anything. And it really, oh, that was a moment where I just got a little bit anxious. Actually. Yeah. And I think that's the reality where we're going out right now is that everything's reopening, Daniel. And when things are reopening, you know, those businesses, businesses that are paying attention to whatever rules that they have to follow to reopen, we as customers, we're sitting there and we're now experiencing, oh my God, because we've been in lockdown for so long, we need to pay close attention also. Yeah. And hopefully we can get past that moment where we don't have to always think about who was touching this before I touched it. But right now it's a good place to be for sure. It definitely is. So, what 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 is something that we're excited to talk about that well, we said? I will tell you this, Yupenda. How much do you pride yourself on being up on the current, newest, flashiest, important, trendiest things? Do you find yourself? Do you think you're someone who likes to be on top of the newest, trendiest thing? I want to be on top of anything. <laughs> <laughs> Please yes, tell us more. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I do want to be on top of something. You know, so, me yes. too. I like, I pride myself in like staying current, understanding sort of what the newest trends are. And I have to admit that when it comes to entertainment, I sometimes have a little bit of a ego that doesn't allow me to jump on the, the shiniest object, right? So someone says, oh, you got to watch this show or see this movie. And sometimes I'm like, eh, maybe not. I know that. We just talked about this today. I said, remember the show I told you to watch and you haven't watched it yet? He's no, like, no. oh my God, you you did tell me to watch that show. So I get what you're saying because I am part of that whole process. I'm like, you need to watch this show. And you're like, uh, whatever. So one thing that we've been talking about is, you know, our up and down and wanting to share with you um, every episode, one recommendation out there. And so as you, Penn and I were talking about ups and downs for one of our episodes, um, a show that I have watched recently popped up as my up. And, and our ups and downs, by the way, are going to be shared at the end of every episode. And so if you want to know what our recommendations are for the newest thing that we want you to pay attention to are things that are important to us, we're going to ask you to wait to the end of the show to find out what is Daniel's up, what is Upenda's up. So I was getting ready for my up and I shared it with Upenda and it was something that she was aware of. And then she said, wait a minute. I've watched that and I want to talk about that too. Absolutely. And so this is not my recommendation. This is actually something that we want to talk about. And that is a little nugget that is actually now over. So much for being on top of the newest and latest trends. But we wanted to talk about Shit's Creek. Oh my goodness. Shit's Creek. Uh, you, Penda, I can tell you that I have not watch Shit's Creek until maybe two months ago. I have heard about it for the last six years. I have heard people say, you have to watch this show, especially over the last three or four years. And I just wasn't feeling it. I actually watched the first episode maybe a year and a half, two years ago. And then I turned it off. I was like, nah, not me. That's not for me. And and I was that way too. I watched maybe six or seven episodes in the first season, year, you know, two or three years ago, actually, probably the first year in 2016, I watched the first ep first season up to the six or seven episode and I stopped watching it because I'm like, okay, 
But the last couple of months, the energy that has come around it, I was like, okay, I need to give it another try. Yeah. And I have to admit that my going back to it wasn't because of some article that I read or because of um, something that I was trying to be on the in crowd. It was just a friend of ours, David. Our friend David actually said to me, it was one of his favorite shows. And I said to him, I said, you know, I've tried it. It's not it. He says, well, you really should try it again. And out of my respect to this gentleman, because he has impeccable taste. Oh I my thought, God. David's taste is amazing. David's and, and, taste and, and, is and amazing. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know, I just take my ass over there to eat his food all the time. He makes a wonderful yes, meal well, as well. That's a whole nother story. Sometimes when David makes, uh, uh, what, what, did he, what did you eat that day? You lasagna. Lasagna. A lasagna that I first professed that I wanted to have yes. and taste. You pinned found out about it, called him because he happens to live next door. And <laughs> she went over there and ate the lasagna that I wanted to exactly. eat. Exactly. It's like, don't <laughs> tell me that there's food available because I will make myself available for the food. Okay. So David told me about Shit's Creek and he says, you got to watch it. Well, I will tell you this pandemic started. I was looking through my list of things that I, people had recommended because I keep a whole list of movies, books, and um, um, and television shows that I want to watch. And I turned on Shit's Creek and I will tell you, Penda, the second time at it, I could not turn the TV off. It was so gripping to me. It was hysterical. It was touching. It was irreverent. And it was it was so phenomenal that I I I wanted to share it as if you haven't watched Shits Creek out there, I beg you to please find where it's showing right now. Turn on your TV, turn on your computer and watch an episode of Shit's Creek. And, and I will say this because I, I, I believe I, I'm like most people and most people like me in this world is that you got to get through four or five episodes before you see the beauty in this show. I mean, that's the reality because you watch the first show and you kind of say, hmm, second show, hmm, third show. Okay. Fourth show, you're like... Okay. And so I, I mean, I really just to piggyback off of what Daniel was saying is that give it a chance, definitely give it a chance because if you give it a chance, you will be laughing. You will be crying. Oh my you God. Will boo, boo, yeah. boo, boo, booing. You will be cheering. You will be like completely in love and angry, angry with things, but it's just, <laughs> it's that type of show that creep up on you and, what the show is about is is just about who we are as people. Absolutely. So I would love to talk a little bit more about Shit's yes. Creek. Um, we're gonna come. We're coming up to a, our first break. But I, I, when we come back, we're gonna actually talk about some of our favorite moments yes. with Shit's Creek. I want to tell you that as we talk about this, for all of you enthusiasts out there who love Shit's Creek, who want to know about the Rose family, I promise you, we are going to be disciplined and not have any um, spoilers. Yes. That uh, we understand that for many people, even though the final episode has aired, the um, final episode has not been posted on Netflix, I happen to have access to pop. Do you yeah, have access to pop? No, you I, thought, I thought I did because <laughs> you said, yes, you do. You Penda, you have access to pop. And I, I put the pop, pop network. Yes, I actually don't, but I think I'm going to go ahead and pay because I cannot wait to next year for Netflix to release. So I've actually seen the entire series. I've watched the final episode. I, you talk about crying. I, I have a picture of myself. I literally took a picture of myself because I'm not dramatic at all. Not uh, at I took all. a picture of 
of myself watching the last episode in tears because it touched my heart so much. But it's so funny because I'm on Netflix thinking it's what the last episode I, 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 I'm watching and I sent it to both David and a text to David and Daniel. <laughs> I'm like, this sucks. This is the worst the worst ending of any show they, they fight it. And literally, I'm thinking this woman has no heart. <laughs> <laughs> this woman has no heart, but I love her. And then I was when, when he says I have no heart, I'm like, um, it wasn't that great. And then it he turns said, out that she had access to only the last episode of the fifth season, which is like, on Netflix. But the Pop Network is um, on some of your network channels, or if you don't, you're gonna have to wait until Netflix or some other opportunity has it. But when we come back, we're gonna talk specifically about the cultural relevancy of this uh, show. this show, right? It's not just entertainment; it actually touched our heart so much that we are bringing it to you. We're recommending it as something you should watch. Shit's Creek, Mora, Johnny, uh, David, Alexis. These are people that I will love for the rest of my life. And Ronnie. Oh my God. All right, when we come back, we're going to share with you some of our favorite moments and what why we love Shit's Creek. Yes. So are you ready to talk about one of my actually all time favorite sitcoms, Shit's Creek? I am because it's one of my favorites, too. I am so happy. I was really concerned when you first watched it and you said you weren't feeling feeling it. Not concerned because I thought, you know, I needed you to love it. But I just thought I can't really respect her anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Okay, so seriously, Daniel, it just takes me a while to 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 get on, and and again, it, it goes back to being patient. I think if you literally just and be quiet. Let me just be. Cl- let me clarify. When I watched it originally, mm-hmm. I was not quiet. This pandemic allows you to be quiet and to really c- reflect. So literally, I sat there and I was like. Oh my goodness, this is an amazing show. Yeah. And, and you know what I love about the show? And this is kind of interesting to make to make an entire segment about an actual show, is that I don't think that Dan Levy, who is the the uh, son of Eugene Levy, the infamous, the famous, the world, the renowned comedian um, Eugene Levy, I don't think Dan Levy knew what he was introducing to the world when he created these characters. He just had this idea of what would it look like if, if a family of means, of wealth actually lost all of their resources and he had this sort of modern take on it and he pitched it to his father. And again, for those who haven't seen the show, I promise you we're not going to do any spoilers um, but, but that's sort of the overarching theme of the show. And I think he created something that was so sweet and so so 
unassuming that it actually ended up becoming a cultural phenomenon that the entire country is talking about now. I agree with you. And it, it, it was a, it was like a slow boil to mm. the point where the rest of the country has taken and embraced the show for all that it means. And I think for me, if you look at the show, the bottom line is family, how you love your family. Absolutely. And and even talking about the character of family, but did you know that the waitress of uh, Twyla, the character Twyla, yes. which by the way, shout out to my sister Twyla. Mm-hmm. I know the original Twyla. I ain't never heard of someone named Twyla until my <laughs> sister. And it took me until my 30s or 40s for me to start to hear other people named Twyla. But now there's a major character named Twyla. Um, and Twyla is played by Eugene Levy's daughter, by Dan's sister. Yes. I mean, it's a whole family family affair. And it goes back to my point. It truly is a family show. It's amazing to me. So that's one of the first things I loved about the show is that it was a family project. It it didn't start out that way, but it was a family project. And you to see that network actually have this success. There's a a final episode. Once you watch and do not watch this, people, until you've seen the final episode. But there is a, I guess, a documentary, if you will, of the actual show. And they talk about that experience. Do not watch it before. But understanding the experience to have this show that was this little show on a show on a network called pop a little canadian show that nobody knew about turned into a international phenomenon and to experience that with your dad and your brother and can you imagine yes dad brother and sister remember it's a family show absolutely and i will tell you that when we talk about family i think it doesn't matter what family dynamic that you have or the experience that you have been brought up, you will be connected. In fact, you will feel like you're part of the family. Like, oh my God, this is so like my family. Absolutely. Now, what was your favorite? um, And you haven't seen the final episode, but what is your favorite? If there's one thing you wanted to pick out about the show, what is your number one favorite thing? I think my favorite thing about the show is Stevie. Stevie. Oh, I love Stevie. You know, there there's so many. I mean, what Dan Le- Levy did is to really, really bring out the characters. They don't get lost in each other. They yeah. are truly independent, but it's such a connection with all of everybody that's on the show. Mm-hmm. Stevie, she I grew to love her. I was rooting for her. And 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 I'm not going to give away any spoilers, but there is an episode in which you talk about me not having a heart. <laughs> I had a heart that night in this episode that I was boo-hoo crying. It's because I thought I was Stevie. Oh. So Stevie is my, is, is my all-time favorite when we talk about the show because she reminds me that no matter what is who you choose as your family. We mm-hmm. talked about that before. When you become an adult, you choose your family. And Stevie is that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Stevie is she um is a slow burner. The whole show's a slow burner, but Stevie and actually Stevie and um um David's characters, their their friendship yes. is something that took me by surprise. Yeah. And I think will go down as one of the most prolific friendships in sitcom 
era. And I would say this too, I think, because you and I are besties um, and you are a gay male. I am an African-American woman. And the Stevie and um, David relationship, oftentimes it reminds me of our relationship. And I say that because- Am I Stevie though and you're David? No, 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 no. Stevie, you are the you are Dave, David, absolutely. But, right. it, but I say that because no matter what, they have each other's back. Yeah, and it, and it's challenging at times, and there is you know the 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 advocacy of each other, no matter what, the love for each other, and the and, honesty, the rawness. Yeah. Like they, there's no secret between them. There is yeah. no secret, and they. Don't get it wrong. They fight. Oh, absolutely. They've also slept together. And don't get it twisted, people listening to us. There has never been that no, cross of a line here. No, ever, no, ever, 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 ever. Although I will say that that fluidity of sexuality is something that I really appreciated about the show, that yes. it didn't like stick to this sort of theme of like, the, this is the gay agenda or the, the straight agenda yes. or the or yes. even the bisexual agenda. It's just like sexuality uh, for some of the yes. characters is extremely but, fluid. But, and I really appreciated that about yeah, the but, show. But then there's a, other piece of this and this is as getting as basic as possible not even putting the term of fluidity okay i think when we think about sex we forget that sex sex is is a is a nature is a basic human nature and what they connect with sex it is a need for them and they they there's like okay i'm here you're here let's make this happen let's do it yeah and it you know i understand the term fluidity but but the bottom line is sex is a human basic need and they support each other in fulfilling that need, but then also go through the process of understanding who they are and what they desire in the end. Yeah. So I love that about the show is that it, it's not necessarily a, a, you have to put a term on it. It is just what they needed at the time. And, and as we're talking about it, I realized that rang true for us, but it was never a, a point that they were pushing on in our face, yes. right? It just kind of is. It is what it is. And if someone asked me, do you think that this show is a family show? I would say yes. yes. I would say, I mean, now it's a family show where you might need to talk about a couple things after an episode if you have a child that's, that is um, grown enough, that is grown enough to understand. The, but it is not dirty. It is not crass. It is not, uh, I just think, I think it is a family show. It, it is a family show, but I, I, I will just kind of, and I like to use the word challenge. <laughs> I like to use the word challenge, but I think it's a family show for, for those developing teens. I not anything underneath 18 because- 18? No, no, no. Teens, like maybe 15, 16, 14, mm. 15, 16. I just say that because there, there are some things that comes up around that, 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 if you're not really that open to have that conversation just yet, you, you need to be open. And I think there's a point in the show when when there's times when you have to be open to have these conversations. But but it's not in your face. No, and so it's not in your I, face. I, I just I, I really applaud that. So for me, there was two things as you're okay. sharing that I wanted to share. And one is, you know how um some of the other favorite shows that we have, a sex in the city yes. being one. People yes. always ask, What are you? Are you are you a Carrie? Are or you a Miranda? Miranda? Like, who are you, right? Are you a Charlotte? Yes. Right, so who are you, by the way, in Sex in the City? I'm probably a Samantha. <laughs> I think you're right. I think I'm a you're Samantha. Right. I'm a Samantha. Yeah. I go back and forth. I see myself as a Carrie. 
but sometimes I think I'm a Miranda. Very much a Miranda. You think I'm a Miranda? Yeah, because Miranda thinks through. She has. You don't anxieties. have to tell the audience why. I know why you're a Samantha. You don't yeah. need to tell them why yeah, I'm but a Miranda. I'm just, just saying. Yes, you think you, you think I'm a Miranda? I think you're a Miranda. Yes. All right. <laughs> I do think you're a Miranda. But I think of myself as a Carrie. I think we all want, that's the show. We all want to be a Carrie. I, as as a Samantha, there are times when I would love to be more of a Carrie than a Samantha. Because Samantha actually is a hot fucking mess. <laughs> I love Samantha, though. I know. I, I actually, I would messes. love to be a Samantha. I envy that you are a Samantha. Yeah. But with that being said, I actually think that this show will become one of those shows where people actually say, what are you? Are you a Johnny Rose? Are you a Maura Rose? Are you David? Are and you Alexis? Are you, are you a Ronnie? Are you a Ted? Are you a Patrick? That these these are some of the most prolific characters that I think they are so well defined. Yes, you think are. you're a Stevie? I, I think I'm a Stevie, but then I also think I'm a Ronnie. Okay, Ronnie. Now Ronnie is not a main character. Nope. She's she's the the black woman who is. I think she's a lesbian, but they don't really even they, they don't say define that. that. They don't you say just it. make the assumption, but also, but she's a small business owner in this town, and yes. she sits on the council. And she is sassy and confident, and, and she doesn't have to say much. And it's so funny because everybody understands that's who she is in this town. Mm, and oh, I, I, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but she has a moment in the last uh, episode or two that I think really sort of. Um, are true to who she is. Oh, your Ronnie's a good one. You're she, a Ronnie. She, she, oh, that is yeah, so sweet. You know what? I go back and forth and I want to think that I'm Patrick. Okay, so <laughs> I think I'm Patrick. I think you I'm Patrick. Be, but you're more you're more David. Why than do you Patrick? think I'm David? Except David is so lost in the world and yes, like is looking. You are lost. <laughs> you are lost. You I are think, you know, no, no, no. You are truly a David. Like the epitome of David is you. Patrick is who you're falling in love with. Oh, I'm so waiting for my Patrick. But here's the thing why I don't think that I'm a David necessarily because David doesn't, he's not looking for his Patrick. David is so like, ah, like I'm yearning. Patrick is so open to love and and I want not even going to tell you how this show ends but but the, oh my god if, but no 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 you you are definitely a david you 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 are a david david definitely is not looking for love but guess what he wants love all right i'm going to change the script then if you don't think that i am patrick because i think of myself as no, just no you want to fall I, in then, love with let, the patrick no no hell, hello i actually am ted Ted is the boyfriend to uh, Alexis. He's the uh, the veterinarian. Yeah, I am yeah, Ted. I would agree with you. I am Ted. Ted, you Ted are is Ted. such a sweetheart. Ted is so. Oh my God, I am Ted. You are Ted. Oh, my, I didn't even know that until just now. You I am are Ted. Ted. Ted is is just a believer in love. He 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 loves to know in. Despite Alexis, he is going to always love this woman. He's going to give his best self and I always tell you yes. in relationship. Be, be the, the relationship, relationship you, you want to be. Yes. Yes, and Ted is exactly that. Yes. He is and you do fall in love with Ted. And and oh he goes God, through I'm his Ted. own journey. He goes through his own journey, but you go through your own journey. And so the bottom line is you are a Ted slash David because, <laughs> and I say that you're a David because you're kind of OCD, neurotic, anxiety written like David. Well, I, I, I am some of those things. I'm not OCD. OCD. Okay, let me, let me take that back. You're not OCD because that, that's my issue. Yeah, I'm, that is your issue. I'm but I am a little neurotic and you. I am extremely anxious. And I'm Ted. I actually love, you know what? I'm owning my Ted. Today, I am going to tell the world, I 
I am Ted. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. But yeah, I, I love everything. And then, and then let's before we go to our next break, I want to tell you who else I am on this show. Oh, you get to be multi-personality. Yes. Okay, go on for it. So I, I'm also uh, Mora. Oh, she's my favorite. She is my favorite. She, I mean, literally, I thought that's what I was going to start talking about. But oh, why are you? Oh, Mora's my favorite. I miss her already. Because she wants to stand out and she does. And there are times in my life I want to stand out. And and sometimes I do and so, not so much for the good things because she doesn't necessarily stand out for the good things she's offering the world. She's standing out for the things that she says. You panda, we baby. want to talk about your baby. baby. I want to talk about your baby. <laughs> <laughs> your baby. How's your baby today? Wants to talk about it. <sighs> Daniel has the baby. All right, so we're not going to get any awards in impersonating Mora, but Mora, I believe, will go down as the heart. You know how Archie Bunker was the heart yes, of despite. All in the Family. I actually believe that Mora is the heart of Shit's Creek. That woman, Catherine O'Hare, she is deserves. just she she deserves every award ever provided for an actress in a in a comedy. Yeah, she st- hands down. We're not gonna even talk about the fashion. The fashion is to die for. Her fashion is amazing. Um you, you know we're coming up on our break, and yeah, more is my favorite. When we come back, we are going to talk about also the importance of this show to the LGBT community. It has become a classic. Talk about Mora. Mora and the the Golden Girls. This is going up there with the Golden Girls as being important to the LGBT community, this show. And so we'll be right back. We're going to talk about a little bit more about Ships Creek and also talk about the importance of allies in our lives. Yes. Penda, how are you doing, baby? <laughs> baby. 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 Oh my baby. God. I want to take a Mora, how to talk Mora class. So we, we actually saw a, um, I guess he was a blogger who did the Mora, uh, you know, impression. He did a good job. He I did can't, an we, awesome can, job. we can't tell you who it was just because we don't remember. We, we do remember seeing a, a clip, a couple of clips of this blogger that actually had her down to a T. Absolutely. And, and one thing that I really have loved is that they um, have really identified Mora as an LGBT, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, the, the gay community, they really have identified this woman as someone that our um, our community has embraced. The same way we do, um, you know, anything from like Whitney Houston yes. to, Diana, to Ross. Diana Ross to Judy Garland, right? Yes. Moira is going to be, she's going to withstand the test of time as being so vital and important to uh, and, and to, to our community. I, I, she's an ally to your community. She is an ally to our community. And I just, I know, I just, I, I want to thank once again, Dan Levy, 
for the creation of this character, um, of this show, I'm sorry, and the different characters and providing a safe place for the LGBT community. Yeah, I, you and I talked about this, particularly, you know, there's there's part of the show, there there is... Uh, you know, the, the idea about coming out, not the idea, but there is a coming out of one of the characters. And a lot of times when shows are dealing with the coming out of characters, they often do it on a negative spin mm -hmm. because they want to talk about how hard it is for p individuals to come out. Okay. We're not going to give away any spoilers yes. for the show. We're not. Although I will say that you will say that they deal with this topic in an elegant way. They deal with it in a way that it makes you think about the other side of coming out. Yes, 100%. I, it actually makes me emotional sitting here looking at you as you talk about yeah, it. Yeah, because a lot of times the, the coming out is not, uh, it is what you expect on a show. Yeah. And they, they, they do it in a way that's delicate. They do it in a way that you just kind of sit with it for a while and you say, wow. Mm. This is love. It's love. 100%. It's love. You know, and I guess the big takeaway from this is if you all have not tuned in to uh, Shit's Creek for you guys to look it up on Netflix, look it up on your pop. channels. If you have on Pop, the Pop Network, if you're lucky enough to have that. Um, or you can buy. I had a friend, someone who watched, the, who's been talking to us um, and has been following us on in social media, actually saw that I posted some mm -hmm. stuff about it. Yeah. And the person doesn't have access to Pop or Netflix. And so he bought old school DVDs. I was like, DVDs are still around? He literally, he, he sent me pictures of his five or six DVDs, and he says, I'm about to start watching the show, which so, is pretty cool. So yeah, but also the show brings up allies. I mean, when you think about the show specifically, it's it doesn't necessarily have it as a main focus, um, as it being a gay show, but definitely there, the, the show brings up the context of allies, what mm. they look like in your world. And allies are nothing more than individuals who advocate, support, most important, listen to your journey for whatever your journey may be, whether it's you've been an African-American male or African-American woman, just African-American, that, 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 that life, or someone who is gay someone who's a lesbian, an ally is no more than a person who stands with you in your truth to advocate, support you, and listen for who you are in this world. That is different from the, their own self. Absolutely. And you know, the thing that I always am curious about allies is sometimes people say that allies need to sit and listen. I, and you referenced that, but I've also heard that allies should not talk. They should be seen, but not heard. Um, and I just wonder where you sit with that, because I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I, I think there are times. So with that sentiment, I think there are times when definitely the most important thing an ally can do is listen, specifically when it comes to you providing awareness to a specific challenge that you are going against or mm. experiencing. But an ally, most important role is to advocate. So in order to advocate, you can't be quiet. There's no such thing as being quiet. Like when I'm not in a room with you and you hear things that is against who I am as a person, that's the role for the ally to step in and carry my water. 
Yes. And you know the term, carry my water. Absolutely. Tell our listeners, for those who don't aren't familiar with that term. The, the term carry my water is when I am not in the room, when things are, are, are being said or implemented or, or, or things that are going to impact who I am, whatever who I am is, you stand in my, in my space for me. So you're carrying my voice. You're carrying my water because I can't carry it for myself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think nowadays, you know, I'm just recently there's been so much in the media uh, that we've talked about on this show with a lot of sort of issues around race and violence and police brutality and unnecessary deaths. And something that has been in, in all of this darkness that has actually been providing light to me, Upenda, are all of the allies who are showing themselves on social media, my friends, my, my co-workers who um, aren't burdened by the, the existence of being a person of color and who own their white privilege, who are actually speaking out and posting about the, the, the ridiculousness of some of the things that we've been talking about recently. And it's really moved me. It, I, I think it's been more present in my, than I've ever seen in my lifetime. I, I would agree with you too, but it also, I'm, you know me, this is the down of, of the world and the down of, of giving a down is it also is revealing who is not an ally, who right. is, is not open to being an ally. I, I have to be honest with you. You know, I live in a community of 20 people and I know for a fact, based on what I see that's posted from some of my neighbors and it breaks my heart because I don't live in a place that is open. Mm. I do live in a place that's open for the majority of my neighbors are open, but there's a subset that isn't. And, it, and I think I shared with you that one of my neighbors posted something that just, oh my God, I, I, I'm so grateful for my neighbor next door. And I will call her name out. She posted, her name is Emily. She posted something that was so brave so profound that I could not help but respond to that post. Mm. And one of the people that was on her post gave her shit. What? Most of the people supported what she said, okay. but they wanted to use that, 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 but, you know, we talked about, if you agree with me, there's no, but right. That person used the butt. She used the butt. No, no, no. This person is, is no male or female. It's just this person used a butt to defend themselves and not supporting the post that she put. But I say all of this because in the current reality, we are seeing allies just come to the defense of those who are marginalized, those who are black, that we're coming to the defense of, of, of that. But then we also are seeing people who are revealing who they are. And I'm glad they're revealing who they are because when I see you, I know who you are. Yeah. And, you know, I, 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 I love this conversation and I think that I'm happy to um, hear that part of what we expect from our allies is for them to speak up because I, I see a lot of people saying my, all um, specifically with some of the stuff going on in Minneapolis, for example, with the death of George Floyd, 
uh, people saying, I see you, uh, my white friends who are not speaking up. Yes. I think it's important for allies to know that when we need them, we need them. And um, I actually want to call out a few of my allies. Yes. Um, I have Joe out there and I'm just going to do first names, but Joe, you know who you are. I talked about you the other day and you have been posting some powerful things on your social media. Donna, my dear friend, Donna, who I've known since, oh my God, before I even moved to Florida, she sent me this beautiful post today from a, a gentleman, Shula Richards, who had this beautiful talk about being a black man and having to walk in his neighborhood with his young daughter in order to feel safe with during the day that he never walks in his neighborhood by himself, which was gorgeous. And also Tomas and Ryan, these are people, not even people that live locally, people who um, I've gotten to know through different social media outlets who are using their platform as people uh, of white privilege being able to talk and put out the message that we all need to stand united around the issues that are hurting our country. Because it is a we, and I want to call out, I want to call out Emily, my neighbor. I want to call out Tony. I want to call out Julie. I want to call out our boss, Eileen. Eileen. The, the, the fact that we're taking our platform as an organization to speak on this is amazing. Yes, these are our allies out there. Um, Patrick, I want to call out Patrick. Patrick got into a heated debate on his page by being an ally with yes. someone that he had to unfriend. Amazing. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for our allies. There are so many more in our life, but but thank you. And, thank you. and we will continue to applaud you. We will yes. continue to. And Heath, I will say, you and I had a conversation. Heath, I love you, brother. You, We had a conversation about what's going on in Dallas also. We could make this list goes on. We are Wendy. growing. Yes. We are growing as a country. Yes, we are growing. So, okay, so we're going to... Uh, Leave with an up. We always will leave you with an up. So um, what's your up, what Daniel? My up? I actually have a cool up today. What is your cool my up? My up is in the theme of the LGBT community. I actually want to celebrate an album that has just been launched. There's a couple of singles that have been okay. popping out that people okay. have been hearing and, and playing with. But the actual album was launched, I think, uh, a day or two ago. And it's Lady Gaga's new album. What you say? What you say. Lady what is Gaga, Lady Gaga has a new album out. And when I tell you that this album, I think is going to go down as one of her top albums ever. If you are someone who likes to dance, if you're someone who is looking for fun in this these times of darkness, it is an album that you I, I dare you to hit play and to not shake your groove thing. And I will tell you, I got him on tape shaking his groove thing. He got upset with me. Uh, well, I, well, does anybody really love to see a behind the scenes picture of them shaking their groove thing? But anyhow, the, the Lady Gaga album, there are some amazing tracks on there. My favorite, my two favorite are probably Enigma and um, Sour Candy. Both of those are through the roof, but there's something with um, Elton John. She has Ariana Grande, Rain On Me, which is every gay man's theme right now going out there. Okay, okay. Uh, it is an amazing album. I beg you to go out there and listen to Lady Gaga and tell them Daniel sent you. Okay, okay. So, so that is your up for That's this That's my week. up. What's your up? So, you know, my up this week is actually a product. Oh. Yeah, it's called Spa Scriptions under iPads. You know, some some nights I don't get enough water and I wake up with bags <laughs> underneath my eyes. You said eyes. Water? Like water? Like Mora. Like water? <laughs> water? Water? Yes, I'm looking at our producer. 
talk to the side of the microphone. Yes, 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 yes. So spa scriptions is under iPads and I actually wore them and they actually worked a little bit. I'm not a lot, maybe because I didn't wear them properly. I didn't know that they were falling down my face. So part of my face was great. But honestly, spa scriptions, I underpads was great. I promise these are not paid advertisements, by the way, guys, when we do our ups, I promise you these are not paid advertisements. No, they're not. They're not paid. I mean, I've had this this uh, spa scription product underneath my counter for a cu- for probably seven months, seven or eight months. But I woke up, I was like, where did those bags come from? And I was like, oh yeah, the night before. <laughs> drinking so that was, and not they enough They look like, like a Nike, the, like the, what do they call it? The swish? Yeah. The Nike swish under you your eyes. I, I, is that what the, you're talking about? Oh, yeah. I, I was wondering what those were. Yeah, they were the spa scriptions under iPad. And I was like, I need help to Hell. Well, I will tell you, friend, if they are meant to make you shine uh-huh. and glow and be beautiful, they sure are working and they better sell off the shelves. Yes, bar <laughs> scriptions. So it has been a great show. It is always a great show. Thank you all for listening. Uh, we are going to say goodbye at this time. And I want to also remind you guys, if you have any comments about the show, you want to share with us your thoughts, please leave them on any of our social medias. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on YouTube. Look up the up and down show and you can find us on twitter too you forgot that absolutely platform. the twitter but well, we don't really put a lot on twitter right now but we'll work on that with twitter it's a it's a, the up and it's the up and down underscore yeah but everything else is at the up and down we're so happy that you guys are listening we're having so much fun right doing this show yes you guys have a great week make it count make it count yes 